Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often spend these 25 minutes together telling you the stories of our church, interviewing our members and other friends of the ministry. You can attend Harvest Baptist Church this weekend. Sunday, we have two services, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. The usual COVID-19 protocols will be in place. Both services, our live stream, can be seen on our website at the 9 a.m. service. That's at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. And if you attend the service, the 9 a.m. service, we do have Japanese, Korean Uh, Japanese and Korean translation at that 9 a.m. service. This week, we'll be back in our series, Jesus Changes Everything, and in Matthew 5, verses 38 through 42. Let's begin today's Harvest Time by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Hey, Chris. Half a day to you. It's good to be back, man. I'm looking forward to our conversation today. We are going to be looking on Sunday in, in Matthew chapter 5. It's been a few weeks, actually, from before Christmas when we kind of stopped our series that we've been in, Jesus Changes Everything, over the a number of, really through the fall. Um, so we did some Christmas uh, messages, but we're going to be coming back and picking up in verse 38 of Matthew chapter 5. And uh, the idea of, uh, of this is Jesus' conversations with his disciples about I'm going to say it this way, about wrongs and rights. Um, wrongs meaning what, ha- what do we do when someone has wronged us, someone has offended us, and rights meaning, well, what about my rights? How is a Christian supposed to respond when it feels like I have certain rights? In fact, this might be familiar to some of you, uh, but verse 39 talks about this idea that uh, whoever will hit you, smite you on your right cheek, turn to him the other also. All right, so we may have heard that term, turn the other cheek. This is where it's found in the Gospel of Matthew, and we're going to talk about, well, what does that mean? And then he follows that up uh, in the next verse by saying, if any man will sue you, so if you're taken to court and uh, he sues you to take away your coat, let him have your cloak also. Um, boy, that's pretty anti-cultural for us. Somebody sues me and asks you know, for my coat, and Jesus says, let him have your coat, but actually let him have your cloak also. What does that mean? So we're going to try to talk. We're actually going to spend a couple weeks on this, Chris, because it's a pretty interesting and I think uh, an important topic. So we'll spend the next couple weeks just working through what does that look like about wrongs and rights, and I think it's going to be an, an interesting study. I hope that you'll come and join us. Uh, even as Chris said, 9 o'clock and 11, both of them will be live, and uh, we'd invite you to be a part of that. Well, we have with us in our studio uh, today Don and Sia Rabinal. Welcome, Don and Sia. Glad you're with us. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Don and Sia have been a part of Harvest Ministries since 2017, and we'll ask them some questions here in a minute about how God led them here and kind of their story. But um, they and their family have uh, just been a a vital part of the ministry, and we love their family and what God's doing in their lives. So we're glad to be able to talk a little bit here today. Um, Maybe we could just start. Uh, Don, with you telling us a little bit about your background, maybe a spiritual story, your personal spiritual story. 
Well, um, background, um, I, I work at the hospital. Um, I, I was blessed enough to work for both hospitals in Guam, public um, and the private hospital. Uh, been in healthcare now for about 20 years or so. I've uh, been a Christian since um, high school days. Okay. Uh, so you grew up in the Philippines, right? I grew up in the Philippines. We migrated to Guam in 2017. Um, that's what, what brought us to Harvest. Um, uh, initially to look for school for the kids. Okay. Um, and then obviously the, the church. Um, we fell in love with the church. In the various ministries that the church is involved with, um, from radio to Harvest House, everything that we have experienced so far with Harvest is really is really has proven to be what we were looking for, yeah. even back in the Philippines. You said you became a Christian in high school. Tell me a little bit more about that. I, our our family were early. Um, was exposed to the Christian faith early. Um, we were young high schoolers. My cousins and I were. There were five of us who were like really tight and close. Um, my parents were attending um, Christian uh, Bible studies, mm-hmm. uh, and with that, our because we were the younger ones, we were exposed to it, and and we received um, Jesus Christ as our own personal savior. We prayed about it we continued to do bible study sessions attended services um was fortunate enough to be exposed to you know um uh, good great uh, preachers uh, and and pastors throughout our lives awesome see ya so your background of course you didn't grow up with don tell us a little bit about your story and then how god brought you guys together my my christian um, life is a bit different from Don's. When I was in high school, I grew up, uh, actually I grew up in a Catholic um, religion um, throughout my early days. And um, But like in high school, I started getting introduced to different religi- religions. Mm-hmm. And that's when I started searching because um, I, I felt that it wasn't enough for me, the Catholic um, um, church that we were going to. I just feel that I'm not really getting what I wanted from it. So I started searching in different religions and um, I started attending. I even went to like Buddhist. Mm-hmm. So I, I attended and looked what they were doing. So it's really interesting, Sia. So you really were searching. You didn't know yes. what, but you knew there had to be something yes. more. Right? Yes, wow. I, uh, it was like something, it wasn't enough. I didn't feel the, uh, what I, I just, was just lost. Yeah. So, um, so I would just keep searching, and then there was a point that I was not going to church anymore because I didn't have a religion at that time. But I, I'm still a Catholic. And then I went to, uh, that was when I was in the um, California where I grew up in. And then when I went to the Philippines, um, my family friend were Christians, and um, there was a time of my life when so much things were happening because my dad got sick and he, um, he passed away. Mm-hmm. It was like a big thing for us. Yeah. And um, I was like so down. I was so lost. I'd, I I felt like the whole world is coming down. And that's when I found Christ. Wow. That's when my our family friend brought us there. I haven't even read the Bible when I f- first, because mm-hmm. in Catholic, you don't really read anything. Mm-hmm. We're not very Bible-based. So... That's when I um, I found him, and 
it was just like I just felt so much peace when mm. I I received God. I mean, I know it's um, different people um, experience different things, but with me, like every time I go to church, I just feel so safe and secure. And ever since that time, I received Christ. Um, I got baptized like after probably like a year, and then I got involved in church. I became a Sunday school teacher. And actually, going to my profession, um, my undergrad was accounting. I was not a teacher. Mm -hmm. And because of my involvement in church and how I was teaching Sunday school, I felt that it was my calling. So mm. I went and took my master's in education to pursue education as my profession. It was because of that. Because of your teaching in church? In church, yes. Yeah. Sunday school. Yeah. In yeah. Sunday school. Wow. That's why even um, after I told myself I want to teach in a Christian school mm. because that's where I feel that my calling is. I want to ask you about that here in just a second, Sia, mm -hmm. but I really love the words that you used. Um, uh, you know, I just felt lost, so is what you said. Yes. And, and then as you communicated your story that I found Jesus, mm -hmm. right? And boy, I, I talk with a lot of people. There might be people listening right now that say, boy, that's how I've felt. It, it might be that you've been going to church or maybe like Sia, you haven't been going to church. No. I, you know, I don't know what the story might be, but I've listened to a lot of people kind of explain, I just felt lost. I didn't, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't know what the direction was. And when I met Jesus, I felt like I'd been found. Yes. <laughs> and a new life and new direction. That's sweet. Um, and you're a teacher at Harvest, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, I teach the computer classes. Um, okay. I teach first to third grade computer and um, keyboarding for eighth graders, uh, middle school computer, and I also um, like Proctor, I guess, um, that's 11 and 12 computer online classes. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's that's a cool transition, too, because you guys just came to the church first and had your kids in the academy, mm -hmm. right? Yes. And then uh, you began doing some substitute mm -hmm. teaching and now um, been part of the uh, faculty. And so that's that's awesome how, how God has done that. Don, maybe maybe you could tell us about you and see a meeting. When was that? It was in the mm. Philippines, right? right. It was in the Philippines, yes. Uh, that was the turn of, well, maybe that was two, year 2000. 2000, right? yes. Okay. Um, I met her through a childhood friend. She's Michelle. Um, I have not seen her for about almost 20 years when mm. I saw her again that night. And fortunately for me, I guess, uh, she was with Sia, oh. who was her um, grade classmate, school. Yeah. grade school classmate. When I was in the Philippines, she oh, was right. in grade school. Oh, okay. Yeah. And during that time, she was about to leave. Yeah, me. Yeah, you. <laughs> she was about to leave, yeah. She was about to leave. She had to postpone her flight. And because she postponed her flight, she was able to go out with her friend. That's where <laughs> I saw her and, you know. This was God ordained, right? <laughs> yeah, all of these events that lined up. Yeah. Or else I, I tell you, that. Pastor, yes, that yeah. is, there is very truth. There's great truth to that. Um, we, we saw each other there. Uh, we talked. Uh, it was a regular, you know, um, we were young, obviously. We were, it's a party out with some friends, so on and so forth. And then we stayed in touch. She had to leave for two months. Two months. Mm. Um, although, I was, although my background is IT, back in that, during that time, I, I was never really into, like, you know, online email <laughs> chats, whatever. Yeah. 
But you got an interest now, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Which uh, during that uh, during that time it was MIRC. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that, but so we we stayed in touch until she came back, cultivated that uh, said um, um, relationship, and we've been together since 2000 June. Right. Okay. Awesome. And Sia, you guys have three kids. Tell us about your kids. Yes. Um, the, our eldest one is Isa. She's in 11th grade here on Har- in Harvest. And um, she plays volleyball. That's her passion right now. And she loves to read books. She has like about 200 plus books in the house. She was just counting yeah. it re- recently. <laughs> That's the library. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's your own home. personal library. Yes. That's and great. Um, the second one is um, Gio. He's um, in 8th grade. Um, he likes to like draw and do some art It's stuff. very t- artistic. Yes. And our youngest one is um, Ito. Um, he's um, in fifth grade. But they call him Rafael here. They're all attending Harvest. And this one, he likes to play video games <laughs> <laughs> all day. So, yeah. Right. Well, he wasn't, he's, he's into sports as well. Yes. He joined a lot of sports Taekwondo. activities. Yeah. 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 At least before the lockdown. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and your whole family really has become involved here at Harvest, uh, involved in the youth and children's ministries. You guys are serving. You come, you come faithfully. Uh, it's been really neat to watch how God is growing your family. Don, anything that you'd say about that? What's the influence of Harvest been on your family? I remember uh, vividly. It's it's the program is called bodybuilding mm-hmm. here in Harvest um, that we. We started to I I started to join the the AV team, which I learned a lot from. Uh, thank you to Race, yeah, and and the rest of the gang. Um, our our daughter joined the nursery team. Both of us we volunteer for the for the kids ministries midweek um, kids ministries. Um, So oh, th- there's there's a few other things that we try we would like to try on um, yeah. in uh, given the opportunity. Yeah, I think that's cool. Um, you guys moved, you said, to Guam in uh, 2017. Mm-hmm. So you you were married and then lived in, uh, in the Philippines, right? Raised your kids there. Mm-hmm. Um, what what uh, caused the move? And tell me about some of the adjustments of what's it like for. The move from the Philippines to Guam. Actually, um, we've been thinking of moving like way back in 2015 when we went on vacation in the in California. Because I I grew up there and I I kind of I was telling him I wanted my our kids to experience what I experience also a different life mm-hmm. since they're still young they have it's easier to bring them everywhere and um, so 2000. 16 I think well, um, uh, 2015 my my mom passed away. Mm. So, yeah. So our plans changed. But then somehow there was we 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 said we'll just pray about it. We've been praying about it and and we said, "Okay, um let's just try to apply." So we, I applied for um petition for him um in 2016. Right? 16, right? And I said, "Okay, I think this is going to be like I haven't lived in the 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 states for so long so i said i don't even know if we're gonna be approved anyway because i'm you know how sometimes when you petition someone you have to be separated Mm -hmm. and like the someone has to stay there and um like 
have they call it domicile okay yeah yeah so i said let's just try it then we, we were talking and said okay if we have to be separated then let's forget about it let's mm. just stay in the philippines it uh, you know how don was saying that sometimes god works everything yeah like when i applied for a petition and i just said you know just write if you have an intention to live there i haven't lived there for like when i went back to the philippines it was in 1991 and that was in 2000, so a few years. Yeah, a lot yeah. of years, right? And after I just submitted it, I said, you know, let God work. After two weeks, it was approved. Oh, wow. And we were like so surprised. We're like, what? <laughs> so um, so he applied. So he had a year to um, do the all the applications. Mm-hmm. So he wasn't ready to uh, move from the, he used to work at the medical city in the Philippines. So he wasn't ready because he has some projects there. So he said, okay, how am I going to leave them? Like, okay, let's just plan it. So there, that you continue regarding going from Medical City to here. Yeah. Because this is not our plan. Um, right. We weren't planning to move to Guam. Right. You were thinking California, yes, someplace California. in the States, right? right. That's yes. what you petitioned for. What the, just, just like what Sia said, the, the, the push really came when um, – when we, we we really wanted to try to give the kids something better, uh, I think mo- almost all parents would want that for their kids, right? To give them a better life, whatever that means. Um, whether it would be um, a better opportunity, which is um, usually the the situation, or a better um, a, a, a better environment where their uh, personalities would be molded. Um, because the life in the Philippines and the life in the States are very, very different. Um, in the Philippines, there's a lot. We have a lot more family. There's a lot more help. Um, and we kind of notice that the kids are are very dependent, very needy. Hmm. That's when Sia said that, you know, um, part of her character is that she grew up in the States. Went to school there, so on and so forth, and then and she's a lot more independent. That's that's how she convinced me to mm-hmm. try to move. It's really about the kids, and it's the, really yes. about the kids. But we felt like God God is opening the door mm-hmm. um, for that. Um, then I I spoke with my then um, employers uh, about leaving and moving to California because primarily because our support system is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sia's sister um, is still there in California. Um, my dad's relatives, well, sisters and brothers. I have about six, if not seven, um, uncles and aunts, and all my cousins on my father's side are all there. So we wanted to go there, but what the employer said basically, you know, if you really want to migrate, work on your citizenship, because it's only me. Sia and all the kids are all U.S. citizens. Um, why don't you pass through Guam and help the hospital here um, while you're working on your um, citizenship? Yeah. And when I first discussed that with Sia, she didn't want to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, what's Guam? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I'm, I'm sorry, but you know, sometimes when you think about it, it's like, it's an island, it's so small. Yeah. Is there even any... Um, Malls there, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, she then eventually agreed. We took some trips to Guam, just the first, the two of us first, and together with the kids, we moved here. 
Uh, so one of the one of the exciting parts for the kids is really the school. Yeah. So when we looked around for schools, Sia, of course, the educator did the, all the research. We visited three schools. Three schools. Mm-hmm. Harvest was the second, but after we saw Harvest, we didn't see the third school mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they they all they all basically said we want to go here, mm. and we 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 wanted that too. So uh, enrolled them here. Um, we went to. Um, several services as well outside of Harvest yes, before Harvest because right? har- we were also searching for a church sure. where we could um, attend coming to Guam we don't know anybody right. so yeah. everything we just relied on um, the internet yeah. so Christian churches so we started looking the, at the ones that are near our place and all those things and um, we came to Harvest because um, I remember um, Anita yeah. Bendo, yeah. she was in the front office and she told me, why don't you try attending our church? I'm like, oh, okay. Um, you know, the kids might, she even said, the kids might have enjoyed it. They'll see other teachers. <laughs> <laughs> so it was something like maybe to let us um, you sure. know, attend. So we're like, okay, we'll try. So I was telling him, maybe we should try. And once we attended Harvest, we it, never left. Yeah, we never <laughs> left. We didn't even go to the others anymore. Yeah, yeah. We loved it here. You said earlier, this is cool that we were thinking about California because of our support system there. Uh, for a lot of us here on Guam, um, our support system is Harvest. Mm-hmm. You know, really has become the family, and uh, and and even many of m- many of our local. We have a lot of local families. Harvest becomes the family because mm-hmm. of our faith, and so that's a that's a really cool thing. If if you were to say the best thing about being a Christian. What, what would you say would be your answer to that? Hmm. For me, um, I think the best thing is having um, just that peace and contentment that you know that God is always there. Hmm. Like if you're faced with anything, I know that God is there. He will never leave me nor forsake me. So that's like something that uh, whenever we have something going on, like when Don lost his job, hmm. we just prayed and trusted God because we know that He has better things for us. Awesome, awesome testimony, Sia. Thank you. Don? So just like what Sia said, um, we've been blessed enough to experience a lot of things here in the harvest. Um, I guess the worst, one of the worst experiences is really that when all of a sudden, you know, um, I've been working for more than 20 years and that was the first time, you know this, Pastor, that was the first time I... I was I didn't have work, mm-hmm. and I was I was um, scared at first. Um, fortunately, um, I have um, folks. Well, Sia and the kids are were not here on island. Yeah. Um, they were vacationing in the Philippines. Fortunately, one of my disciples was on island. Um, it was Esther Baldemore, uh, a good friend from the Philippines. She was on island, and I met with you mm-hmm. as well. And and. Um, I, I don't know. Again, um, the Lord orchestrates it that, you know, I was away from my family and was I was um, with people of great faith. And that really opened up a lot of things for me. Um, a, a big re- realization is that you just surrender everything to him. Mm-hmm. You let God show him his blessings to you. And it may not, it's, it's really not what you do, no matter how successful you think you are you don't you have not experienced God until you let him 
<laughs> bless you not only directly to you or your family but through other people as well and part of that is church um, we've been Christians for quite some time but we've, we've never been this close to the church mm-hmm. hey thanks you guys for thank sharing you. and uh, being part of us here today thank you thank you also <laughs> And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. This is a reminder at this point of the program, we always want to personally invite you to Harvest Baptist Church. This Sunday, we do have two services, one at 9 a.m., the other at 11 a.m. You can attend either. The usual COVID-19 protocols will be in place. We also have a live stream, which we do during our 9 a.m. service. You can find out more about that at hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Or uh, also, we have Japanese and Korean translation during that 9 a.m. service. This week, back in our series, Jesus Changes Everything, Matthew 5, verses 38 through 42. Thanks again for listening to Harvest Time. <laughs>